free party. Exactly, and so I did. <laughs> Wait, that takes me back to um, uh, two instances. I, I've I've got to make this quick because we've got to get this episode going. But two instances yes, yes. where um, where you remember when we were playing like oh we you and Sean were playing a lot of like Fallout Tactics and uh, yes mate back in the day yeah and I was like mate Fallout Tactics looks sick and I'd only seen like little bits and pieces and Sean was like yeah. mate how about I play you Pat on Nick's computer and I was like oh I guess so that sounds like a good old time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't played that much, but I'll play it. It'll be sound. It's like fun. And uh, yeah. and you were like, mate, uh, he's going to really like mod the shit out of his player. Like, he's going <laughs> he's, he's to have like some godlike player. So, <laughs> yeah. and that's not really going to be fair. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my godlike player. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and you guys are going to go toe to toe. <laughs> something happened and I'm just like wandering through the way saying going la 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 ooh I'm a paladin because <laughs> I was like I look very cool oh look there's my enemy click button to attack and it's like and like it's Sean's dead and like <laughs> minutes later you get, we get a call from him he's like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> wait I actually remember that eh? I, I, I have quite a memory of just that entire exchange oh my god <laughs> he's like you Nick cheated you cheated you cheated I was like oh, I, don't, I don't know mate I'm just playing Fallout Tactics it's fun <laughs> I think I remember us just like laughing our heads off as well yeah, yeah I was like a... I was like oh what just happened he's like he killed his ass and I was like ah nice <laughs> uh, yeah it's gold mate Sean was uh, Texas Red and I was the uh, <laughs> I was the ranger with the big iron on his hip <laughs> I was like see ya bud <laughs> Free party. Hello friends, my name is Patrick Little and welcome to A Little History, the show that takes a look at human history a little differently. I'm an ancient history major and an all-round nerd for all things history. I love telling stories, talking shit and cracking beers. So won't you join me as I present some of the well-known and not-so-well-known stories of our history. Sometimes I have a guest coming in cold and sometimes it's just you and me. This first season, The Mythology Apology, we'll be looking at some of the stories that we have been telling each other for thousands of years. A look at the mythology and folklore from many of our cultures, stories that seek to explain everything from the world around us, warnings against messing with the higher powers, or sometimes just for the sheer entertainment. So settle in, drink them if you got them, get ready to laugh, and hopefully learn something new about the glorious mess that is our history. With a little shit talking and silly sound effects as well. Bravely sneaking by, bravely sneaking right on by. I'm sharing my office with a baby. You know what? Well, I've already been through it. Yeah, right, I'll probably just do that. And he kicks you in the water. That's out of order. I'm no detective, but I think they've actually had us on here. Yeah? How did we get to a shirt shitting on people? <laughs> I know she's probably got a magic vagina or something which keeps you distracted, but f- we're copping it over here, Dad. <laughs> it's not doing <laughs> shit for us. <laughs> I'm going to make a little frog do the bread times. But unfortunately, Gina Davis isn't rocking any of those skills. <laughs> <laughs> no. she's, she's killed pretty soon. Now, are you looking to shift the cat's allegiance? Go for good grand hand. Put the bags away. We're not going anywhere now. You think in one of those 20 heads, you'd have a freaking good idea. <laughs> no. I mean, they've got parties with boxes, people eating semen. This is just a riot. 
They said I was mad. They said I was mad when I did that. <laughs> but I showed them. Who's mad now? <laughs> now kill him and take his foot. I'm a walking zombie burner. Welcome back, everybody, to a little history podcast. Uh, but this is uh, is is what part four, I believe, of the epic tale of Jason and the Argonauts. And I have with me uh, one of my very very best mates, uh, Nicholas, back again. How are you, Nick? Ah, uh, very good, sir. Lovely to be here and back in the room and and sharing this lovely story with you. Oh, and the people, lovely. and the people, and the people, the people. Don't forget the people. The people are most important. Otherwise, uh, without people, we don't have Earth. And uh, without Earth, well, there's not much, I suppose, because we can't perceive much without something. So uh, there we go. Correct. Yep. <laughs> Off to a flyer. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a flyer. Fantastic. All right. Um, yes. Well, we've got a bit of a tale coming on for this uh, this 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 wrap up episode, I guess. Um, uh, mm. And we've got a lot to go through, so uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give everyone the 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 reminder, the the check check it off, guys, to like this episode, like any other episode that you've heard in the past, and follow us, leave a comment wherever you're listening, um, and yeah, get in touch with us. I'm unfortunately missing out on uh, watching my mighty Hawthorne Hawks play the Essendon Bombers this afternoon, but I'm pretty sure we're gonna bomb the game because we're not very good. <laughs> oh, That's it's fine. Pretty bad this season, you don't. Yeah, we're not, still not doing very well. <laughs> But that's uh, fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Have you yep. got any wins on your belt? Uh, we've got a couple. We've got a couple. couple. Right. Yep. Yep. Well, but yeah, anyway, yeah, feel free to send in um, all your comments to uh, a little history podcast at Gmail. And hey, just get in touch as well. Let us know uh, any stories that you want to get uh, rocking and rolling for season two. And hey, let me know who your football team is that you support <laughs> anywhere in the world. Let's mm. let's see it. The uh, Euro- European Championships are going at the moment. I think it's what it's called. Uh, mm. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Uh, so that's a reminder. And uh, with that, Nicholas, uh, let's mm. get into this recap. Yes. Recap. So, after one of the shakiest starts to a quest, uh, to an epic quest, uh, mm. I can think of, our heroes, or most of them anyway, uh, have finally entered into the Black Sea. After delaying a year at their first stop, uh, fighting yeah. off a horde of Goros, uh, killing their friendly Dolioni hosts uh, in the in a night fight after being turned around at sea, uh, mistakenly so leaving kill the king. Correct, correct. Yes. He out uh, uh, mistakenly leaving their best fighter and uh, and two other blokes uh, behind as they sail off. Hercules, yes. correct. And yep, go on, and Ex- extra points. Extra points. <laughs> All right, all right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> he's got he's got Heracles. That's cool. Um, yes. uh, beating the arrogant Dick King uh, Amicus to death in a boxing match, then slaughtering the vast majority of his people and helping out the prophesizer. Yep, that's the word. Uh, Phidias with his small uh, harpy Phidias. problem. <laughs> yep. Yes, uh, mate. He, the, uh, look, if I, if I may, the the, the harpies who uh, Zeus said you know, you're going to basically because he stopped believing in Zeus. Is that correct? Not quite, not quite. Phineas was gifted the uh, the the gift of prophecy, being able to see, uh, essentially see the workings of the gods. And he goes yep. off and tells humans like, "Hey, this is what Zeus has in plan for you, or whatever, whatever." So Zeus is like, "Mate, that's not cool at all. Here's some harpies for you." And ah, uh, oh, right. I thought it's co- okay, right. So he it's basically because he was you know informing the people about what the gods' workings were. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And that's why Zeus is like, mate, here you go. Have oh. these harpies. They're gonna they're gonna yeah. eat every bit of your food. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Phineas would go as far as to renounce Zeus because right. he gave him all that stuff. And renouncing, you think like, nah, Zeus is pretty illegitimate. He's not that great. But he yeah. gave him those those powers. But I suppose he's probably got a little bit of a big head with the people because mm. he's like, oh, you guess what? I know what Zeus. Uh, I know what Zeus has in plan uh, in store for you guys. So. Uh, I'm pretty fucking good, hey? Uh, <laughs> but still, you're not going to feel very good when you got harpies nicking all your food um, and shitting all over you. <laughs> so, and, and all and all over your food as well, making sticky sticky, sticky messes in front of your, your shit. So, uh, yep, after all this, and uh, safely negotiating the uh, the treacherous Bosphorus uh, inhabited by the mighty Smash Time Rocks, uh, our heroes <laughs> have made it into the Black Sea. Uh, yeah. On the other side of which lies the kingdom of Colchis, seat of King ah. Aetes and location yep. of the legendary Golden Fleece. The whole reason this crazy quest was ever undertaken in the first place. It was quite a tangent they went off, really, wasn't it? Yeah, they yeah they've they've definitely made a few uh, a few stop offs as mm. well. So there's a bit interesting uh, some stuff there so uh, with that recap out of the way uh, yeah I should actually let people know hit us up on Instagram and Facebook as well uh, you know that we'll probably we may even have some more pictures of crazy, Nick's crazy lava lamp baby pic that he <laughs> sent through which I don't see it but that's fine uh, <laughs> that's fine uh, there'll be stranger things um, stranger things have happened and probably will happen in this show so that's fine I <laughs> Anyway, with all that out of the way, uh, let us continue this story. So, our heroes have made it through the treacherous passage known uh, or known as the Bosphorus and are into the Black Sea. And the shipman's helm, or the ship's helmsman, Typhus, that legendary helmsman, he's like, mm. oh man, that was pretty hectic. Uh, good thing we had a ship that was designed by Athena uh, and then yes. helped out by Athena in the final seconds of passing. <laughs> Jason, you can't be in any doubt that you will be successful on your quest. If you've got Athena herself stepping in to help you out, there's got it's got to bode pretty well for us. And he goes, ah, oh, plus Phineas had some awesome stuff to say about us after we ran off those harpies. Uh, so you know, his gift, he's pretty much showed us the way uh, to go. So like, we're we're, we're pretty got we got pretty smooth sailing from here on out, eh? And uh, yes. Yep. Jason replies, and I'm going to quote, uh, this is a direct quote from the Argonautica by Apollonius of Rhodes. And this is Jason speaking. He goes, I have erred. I am distraught in wretched and helpless ruin. For I ought, when Peleus, as in King Peleus, Peleus, gave the command to have straight, straightway refused this quest to his face. Ye, though I were doomed to die piteously, torn limb from limb, but now I am wrapped in excessive fear and cares unbearable, dreading to sail through the chilling paths of the sea, and dreading when we shall set foot on the mainland, for on every side are unkindly men. So, basically... Wow. Yeah, yeah. Talk about, about self-doubt. He too, yeah, he's, he's, he's feeling it. Uh, and he goes on to tell Typhus <laughs> that he fears not for his own safety, but for that of his comrades, the Argonauts, mm. who embarked on this journey with him. And uh, Jason mm. speaks out of fear that he won't be able to bring them, uh, you know, return them home safely to Greece or the Greek mainland or to their homes. Uh, mm. But Typhus and the rest of the crew are like, don't worry about us, mate, you're doing great. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they give up a big cheer and they lift Jason's spirits. And he's like, oh, mm. thanks, everyone. That's just the you kind guys. of pick-me-up I needed. 
<laughs> we're right. gonna Ooh, smash go then, eh? He goes, we're gonna smash this quest out for sure. Now let us continue on our journey by the direction advised by Phineas. So mm. yeah, a bit what of a stumble, a bit of a stumble from Jason, but he's back. Might he's ask back. how many how many how many favors has he asked from Athena thus far? Uh not really not really much. To be honest, okay. he's just doing his doing his business. But Athena, she likes to take care of her stuff. It's her ship. Yep. Yeah, as, mu- as much as the shipbuilder Argus is like, I'm going to call it the Argo after me. She's like, ah, excuse me, uh, mm. oh, I'm a goddess and oh, I designed it. Uh, I'm still going to look after it though because I like it. It's a pretty boat. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> they didn't get to. They're getting helped out a lot, but it's probably due to the fact because they're they're making you know uh, good sacrifices and stuff like that. They're they're being honourable or honouring to the gods when they can. Oh, every little bit helps. Yes, it does. Yes. Yeah, so Jason looks like he's back on track, and, you know, that's, that's it. that seems pretty nice. And with that, the crew of the Argo took the oars and rowed like crazy, bending their backs to the tide, until they gain- came to a desert island called Thynius, where they came mm. ashore for a bit of a breather, because they'd been rowing pretty hard. Mm. It's here as dawn was breaking that our heroes had a brief sighting of the god Apollo, who was just, Ooh. like, wandering about on the island. Right. Yeah. In what sort of form? In his in his true form. And uh Cow, and wasn't it? Is, it was is a it bloody go- cow. <laughs> hey, there he is. <laughs> uh no, Apollo is basically des- uh depicted as being like you know, pretty much like a golden golden bodied and haired beautiful youth. Uh oh. curly it's, it's, they often describe his curly locks. He has amazing hair. Well like quite like like uh like a Frodo Baggins sort of character. Uh, kind of, but no. like not hobbitish at all. Okay. Not little, <laughs> kind of, but not not hobbitian. Yeah, and uh, it's 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 at this point that Orpheus, Orpheus, uh, quoted by Pindar as being the master lyrist, father of songs. Mm. He's like, this is rad, guys. It's pretty cool that we have sighted the mighty god Apollo at the coming of dawn. Clearly, this island is sacred to Apollo, and we should build an altar and make sacrifices to the Apollo of the Dawn. How and, do they know uh, it's him? Hey, you can, re- can recognise Apollo when you see him. Like, these guys oh, okay. know. It's yeah, just yeah. that obvious, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, you might as well have a, have a big sign over his head. Or, like, <laughs> have, like, some chants going, It's Apollo! Like, that stuff. Yeah, it's me. Okay. Yeah. Does, he re- so, does he regularly walk amongst the people like that? Of course they do. All the, all the Greek gods do. Uh, yeah, you've, you've spoken. He's not walking among the people. He's walking around on his own desert island. These, these, oh, these okay. mofos just, like, stumbled upon him. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Strange thing for a god to be doing, I guess. Oh, he's just, he likes the island. It's a good place oh, for him okay. to be. And uh, now you might think that a bunch of his of the crew would be like, um, haven't we got like a quest to do and like not tie ourselves to building altars and shit everywhere we go? But they're not, <laughs> they're not like that. Uh, no, seems that on I want to respect them. Oca- yep. Seems that on this occasion, our heroes are aware that it's probably a good idea to offer sacrifices to the gods when occasion calls from it. So well, well spotted there, Nick. Uh, right. or or else they'll probably get uh, get smited by their godly asses. Like bad mm-hmm. shit's gonna happen if they don't. Probably. So these guys think it's a good idea, and uh, they spend three days on this island until a favorable wind kicks up, and the Argo is once again, um, <clears throat> sorry, is once again off. And after a time, it lands once more on the Acherusian headland. So it's like it's 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 an area part of Bithynia, which is like northwestern. Mm-hmm coast of like modern turkey more like the north northwestern uh coast of modern turkey and it's here where the argonauts are greeted by a group of people called the mariandani uh or mariandini sorry the mariandini mm. uh and their king lycus lycus 
Okay. This is a fortunate landing for Jason and his comrades, as news has already reached the Mariandini of what went down with the Babrissians. The Babrissians. Uh, those those arrogant dudes from last episode, Nick. Uh, the, mm. with the, box, the boxing match. And, uh, and oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yep, yep. And so Lycus, the king, uh, he greets the crew and is like, Welcome, y'all. Uh, we were so glad to hear about what you lot did to the Babrissians. Abacus is a massive dick, and we've uh, we've been warring with those pricks for ages. Uh, so come aboard. Where's that fellow Polyjuices? Polyjuices. Uh, that fellow who beat Abacus, uh, uh, yeah. beat his ass to death. To death. Yes, <laughs> I reckon we'll probably worship him as a god. And uh, and Polyjuices, yeah, Polyjuices rocks up and he's like, "Hey guys." I'm Polyjuices. <laughs> and like, yeah, Lycus and the fellow Mariandani are like, worship him as a god. And um, and proceed to give Polyjuices like godly props. And the rest of the crew of the Argo are led into Lycus's city. Uh, and they all have a massive feast. So it's mm. good times. So it's like some elements of their of their past doings are sort of paying dividends now. Quick bit of trivia. Polyjuices is actually where the, uh, from Harry Potter, where the Polyjuice potion came from. And uh, they they decided that like it was very appropriate because you know Polyjuices was so famed apparently as a as a god later on to, for changing his form into every sort of thing that the Polyjuice potion should be able to change it whatever it did. It's a complete lie. I it's know that's trust. a complete lie because <laughs> I'm saying Polyjuices with a D. You're like it's Polyjuice, uh. <laughs> like with a J, <laughs> as in many juices. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway. Yep. Yep, anyway. <laughs> um, uh, so Jason, at this feast, proceeds to tell Lycus and the fellow Mariandini uh, of his lineage, so like his mm. family background, uh, his mm. quest and everything they've done so far. Even the accidental slaughter of the friendly Dolionis, uh, something you'd probably want to keep to yourself, mate. Like, um, mm. not the, not your best hour, your finest Certainly moments. Not. But he tells mm. them everything because he's Jason and he's just that, that, affable, uh, that amicable guy. Uh, that everyone just seems to love. He's, he gets on with everyone. He's like, oh, sorry, mate. Turns out I boned your daughter. He's like, oh, that's fine, Jason. Oh, you're, you're a good kid. Like, he's Have just another that, pig. Is that likable? Yeah. Have the other daughter. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's just that likable a guy. Which, you know, it's why he's attracted such a, uh, a lofty crew in terms of heroic uh, companions for this quest. Everyone seems to like him. Uh, so yep. that's that's fine. But anyway, uh, Lycus doesn't seem bothered too much about the plight of the Dollyonis. Uh, <laughs> oh, whoop, somebody please think of the Dollyonis. <laughs> but he only laments the leaving behind of Heracles. Heracles. And, uh, <laughs> naturally. Yeah, naturally. Everyone cares about Heracles. <laughs> but mm. uh, yeah, no one, um, no, one's, no one's worried too much about Hylas and Polyphemus. The the guys who were also left behind. Oh, that's, that's right. They're, they're the other two which stay with Heracles, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, at your bonus points you missed out on before, Nick, but that's all right. Um, oh, did I, did I get half a point now? You, yeah, we'll give you half a point. Done. Yes. Done. Score. Good I'm half. Up to four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. And uh, yeah. Lycus goes on, as in King Lycus, goes on uh, talking about a bunch of times where he had seen Heracles and all the mighty deeds that he had done. And it goes on for quite a while, like... He's about him like, fight, fighting people and, and rescuing people and, and founding cities and doing Heracles hero shit. Heracles hero shit. I, <laughs> but it's kind of funny because Lycus expresses that he's a little bit annoyed uh, that he couldn't give Amicus, as in the king of the Babrissians, and his fellow yeah. Babrissians, a bit of a hiding himself uh, because they'd been warring uh, for, for some time. 
and uh, the Babrissians had actually cut away uh, a fair chunk of the Mariandini territory. Uh, mm. So he's a bit annoyed that he couldn't, you know, land a blow himself uh, or a decisive mm. blow anyway. But he, he's happy in the end that the territory that the Babrissians got what was coming to them. And uh, he even goes to uh, to offer Jason and the rest of his crew uh, that uh, Lycus's son, Cordasculus, uh, offers for him to join uh, the Argonauts on the rest of their, their quest as a way of repaying uh, Jason and his for their crew work against the Babrissians. Yeah, for helping out against the Babrissians. Hmm. So that's kind of nice. Uh, yeah, and so it is. Daskalus seems pretty pretty keen on this one. Uh, so that that's pretty cool. And so the, so they all partied uh, all day and all night. And the following morning, the crew of the Argo made ready to depart once more. Uh, also laden with gifts bestowed by Lycus, because this guy just can't keep giving. Can't stop giving. Really, he's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's got all all the gifts. Uh, dishes off Daskalus and. Um, they're ready to go. Surprise ad break. Now, as they're making their way along the bank of the river uh, Sangarius, which is where the um, where the where Lycus's city is built along, uh, mm-hmm. a giant fuck off ball jumps out of its <laughs> hidden lair. <laughs> yeah, and a quote, a quote, just like that, snap. Uh, a quote from Apollonius of Rhodes again from the Argonautica: "A white tusked ball, a deadly monster, whom even the nymphs of the marshes dreaded." So, end quote. Uh, so, I mean this. He's like, not quite the same challenge as the boar from the, the Caledonian boar hunt from episode mm-hmm. six, or even mm-hmm. maybe that crazy sow that was controlled by that dirty witch uh, back in episode 23, The Rise of Theseus, that story. Mm. But it's a tall order uh, for this area anyway. Um, and not Talking really like something... Sort of like a prehistoric boar, maybe, perhaps. Oh, I mean, no, in- no. Just, enormous. Just bigger than your average boar. Bigger than your average ball, so like okay, you know, right. and just and a, a bit moody. It's if it's if it's a way that like even like some of the some of the the magical creatures like nymphs are like ah fuck off, we're not touching that. <laughs> um, you you reckon that mortals aren't really going to go too well. Um, with we're it. not or, talking about like it's like the size of four African elephants or something. It's not like no, that. no, 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 no. Just probably like you know, just a big ball and a big a bigger okay. wild ball. It's a ball that hasn't that can scare lots of things. And it's a tall order. And not to mention something that you probably don't want to deal with uh, first thing in the morning after you've been partying all day and night and probably hung over. <laughs> and you just you just kind of want to just get moving like the next day. Like, oh, what's this? A life and death struggle. Mate, I've never had my coffee yet. Like, it's that sort of that sort of uh, pro- proposition. Oh, fuck off. It's too early for this. <laughs> and it's Idmon. Idmon. The prophesizer from part two of this story, the the guy who yeah. who had it out with Idas uh, on the ship yeah. at the beginning of the journey, he's the one. He's the unlucky dude who cops it from the ball. And uh, what word? I'm going to quote again from the Argonautica. Uh, and the ball from uh, from some unseen lair leapt out from the reed bed and charging, gnashed his as in Edmond's thigh yes. and severed in twain the sinews and bone. And with a sharp cry, the hero fell to the ground, end quote. Ooh, snap. 
that's pretty fucking brutal. <laughs> that's it certainly a- is. Jesus. So that's like, that's the ball being like, yeah, that's how badass I am, guys. He's got like scythes for tusks. Yeah, check out Idmon's leg. Like, <laughs> catch that. Um, yeah, so Idmon... How big a fellow was that guy? How much of a hero was he? It was a pretty... Well, he was a prophesizer. So he wasn't like, probably like some giant of a man. He was a pretty good... He was like a, he was like a well... Uh, a well-raised guy. Like... Oh, uh, a solid human. A solid human. So you're getting through that mm. leg. Uh, you're doing all right. Yes, I'm a formidable boy. <laughs> I'll tell you who's not doing all right, though, is Idmon. Uh, he's in a pretty bad way. Uh, looks like being a prophet didn't really help him out so well on this occasion. Uh, oh, but... Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yeah. I hope that was his last breath. His heart didn't, <laughs> didn't see that one coming. Idmon, like, you idiot. What else have you been lying about? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but he gets some assistance in the form of Peleus. Peleus. Uh, fellow Argonaut and... As in Peleus, the King Peleus. No, 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 not, not Peleus, uh, Peleus or Peleus, Peleus okay. if, you want to, if you want to put it that way. A uh, fellow Argonaut and father to the future super famous hero, Achilles. Uh, ah, famous, classic. Yes, famous for the Iliad, uh, Brad Pitt movie, Troy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Peleus or... Not you his know, best Pe- role. Peleus, not, the, not his best role. He's, no Oscars mm. there. <laughs> But uh, that's fine. Uh, Peleus, he's, the, he's the, the the father of the famous Achilles. He is a crack at this uh, this boar with his hunting spear. As the boar kind of dashes past after ripping the shit out of Idmon. Um, <laughs> but he can't seem to finish off the beast. Because the beast is, you know, the, the boar's kind of running around, uh, ready to make its turn. And as mm. the uh, yeah, so so not not the greatest from uh, from from Peleus or Peleus, we'll say. Uh, maybe leave the uh, leave the awesome hero stuff to you, to your son. Uh, it seems to be a little bit better off in things. But uh, as the boar turns around and charges again, it's mm. Idas. Idas. Ah, mate. The fellow with the impetuous spear is uh, true to his description and he runs the boar through and uh, stops it dead. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. With a spear. Oh, he's been on a boat for a while. you got to think Idas is like just like... Uh, stabbing things like at random on the boat. He's like, I'm just gonna stand still. Go practice my stabbing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, whatever that robot's name is from Futurama. That's Roberto. Right. Roberto. There he is. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, Idas is actually Greek for Roberto. <laughs> if you didn't, you're know. lying. You're lying. Uh, That's a lie. Uh, I'm a liar, and I recognise liars. Hey. They're everywhere. You're telling one now. You're not yeah. normally a liar. Unlike me, I lie all the time. Am I? No, that's a lie. I don't lie all the time at all. <laughs> oh, anyways. And back to the story. <laughs> yes. And uh, so with the boar dead, the Argonauts left it where it uh, fell and hurried Idmon uh, back to the Argo. Argo. But uh, unfortunately, uh, the, uh, the prophesying hero bleeds out and dies in the arms of his comrades as they reach the ship. Ah. Uh. So a bit sad. Should have born a pocket three, shouldn't they? <laughs> that's well, you know, it's a bit sad, but that's our first confirmed Argonaut death. And that's the first confirmed Argonaut death. Ah, ah it is sad. And it's, it's done a bit, well. It's it done well. Couldn't see it mm. coming, but that's fine. <laughs> you know, a bit poetic as well that Idas, the bloke who, uh, you know, 
who who had it out with him on the boat before is the one to to kind of avenge him, save him. Or didn't really save so him, not did save he? Him, yes. <laughs> yeah, but sorry, no. avenge him. <laughs> But yeah. it's also it's also kind of interesting that, uh, like you said before, I was like, oh, it's a bit of a waste. I'm assuming you meant by just leaving the boar where it was. Yeah, mate, there's a lot of meat there. Exactly, exactly. I think it was as a, as a way of they're so downtrodden about what's happened. The fact that Idmon has, is dead, uh, or at least in extreme, like he, he's he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Yes, there's he's no dead. way. There's, there's no way back. He's dead. He's dead, Jim. Um, and they're just like, oh. We're not gonna, you know, take the pelt. We're not gonna take the tusks. We're not gonna take the meat. Just fuck it. Fuck this boar. You can just rot, mate. Mm. You killed Edmond, and we're not happy. No, fair enough. They're not gonna honour us by any stretch, then. I guess no. Fair play. Yeah. So was, I, I found that I found that quite an interesting thing because, in contrast to the Caledonian boar, uh, that killed a bunch <coughs> of heroes. Um, and then in the end, uh, you know, they they take the pelt, they take the tusks, and and all, all, everything they need to do. So that, I felt that was quite interesting. It kind of sets the tone that everyone's a bit bummed out. Well, maybe it's, maybe it's because of maybe because of the the, Cal- the Caledonian boar was you know like is like a massive trophy all of a sudden like once it clocked up enough scalps. It's like, True well, that. You, know, you know it, you know it. This guy, this, this guy's killed you. Who's going to take his head? Time just helped to build the story. While well, this, this fucking ball was just like a surprise yeah. attack. He was like, ha ha. Was it ambush? Killed it, killed a hero, and then gone. And then yep. there's just no value in the story of this, you know, giant boar, even though it's like, a, like you said, like a probably a size of potentially a mammoth, maybe. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I never said that. Or a band. Or, or, or <laughs> alluded to that at all. Uh, <laughs> it's just a big boar. It's just a big angry boar. It's fine. It's probably a bus. Yeah, it's probably a bus. <laughs> I see buses all the time. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Um, yes, yeah. yes. And so everyone's a little bit bummed out about Idmon's uh, sudden passing and hold funeral rites for the fallen hero over three days. Uh, oh, and also Typhus, uh, the legendary helmsman. He's dead. He died as well. <laughs> because, yeah, yeah, he caught sickness and passed away uh, during this time and is barely mentioned at all because, you know. I'm not going to say what he caught, but we're all thinking it. Yes. <laughs> the cricket sound, but the joke <laughs> shall remain unsaid. Unsaid. <laughs> but we all know what it is. Uh, and Apollonius of Rhodes himself, the author of the Argonautica, doesn't really go into detail about it on either. Just a he caught sickness and died. Mm. Uh, you know, not as glorious as going down as Idmon did, but he unfortunately he's dead. Uh, and two tombs are built for the dead, the dead Argonauts and sacrifices made. Uh, mm. Now, this leaves uh, a bit of a dilemma for the Argonauts. So, with Ty- uh, with Typhus uh, no more alive, <laughs> mm. um, uh, it means the Argo is without someone to steer her. Oh. And uh, the remaining crew think about it, and Ancaeus, Ancaeus is like, all right, my time to shine. I'm going to steer mm. this bitch. And everyone's like, all right, you can do it. I'm like, it's fine. It's like two, two or three other blokes are just like, ah, oh, we should do it too. Um, and, and everyone's like, no, no, Ancaeus has got this. He said it first. He called dibs, called shotgun. He's fine. It's, it's his, his. And so on the 20th day since the boar attack, uh, mm. a good wind picks up and the crew set sail and, uh, and, and leave Lycus. Uh, now I should say yeah, that how they like- start judging the days. Like the, do they start using the boar attack as like, 
since the war attack? Is it like just how they start? You know, oh, this is how, how the how the story progresses. So they they stay. They it takes a little while to build like tombs and stuff like that. And you know, Lycus and uh, the fellow Marion. I'm uh, sorry, the fellow Marion Dani. They, they're participating in this as well. So they hold like proper funeral rites. So they're like, okay, we need to grieve our mates uh, before mm. we go. So it's like twenty days after uh, Idmon died that yeah. they finally you know cast off. You know, once again, once again with good winds, because you can't really, you can sail, but once the good winds are there, they're like, oh, sweet, we don't need to row everywhere. We can actually kind of catch that wind and have a good old time and get there probably quicker. Mm-hmm. And uh, so after some time of sailing, uh, they sighted land, which is known as the Barrow of Stenilus. Stenilus. Mm. Uh, Stenilus uh, was on his way back from a victorious fight. Now, I should say Barrow, Barrow being like another word for a tomb a place where mm. you put dead people. Uh, oh, but it's more like, more like, like old fun. dead people. Like oh, older dead people. people. Are, they go to the barrows. I like, think about like Lord of the Rings with like, you know, the Barrow Downs. Those are like, yes, yes, those, yes, those are like mound, mound pits. Oh yeah, ma- mound mm. tombs. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. I quite like uh, it. Yeah. And so, I'm uh, going to use it in conversation more often. The do barrows. it. I'll send you to the barrows, mate. Take to the barrows, sir. Mm. You and your family, because you're all old and you belong in the barrows. Not the barrow downs, no. It's all your time, isn't it? Mm. Oh, yes, it Speaking is. Speaking of the rings, do you ever think about what would happen if Gandalf accepted the ring? Mm. Some anyway. pretty bad shit would have gone down, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it corrupts all, doesn't it? <laughs> Except for Tom Bombadil. Uh, oh, what, what, did Tom, was Tom able to wield it, was he? I forgot uh, he what he was it. not affected by the, by the pull of the ring. Wow, I mean, that's Any of the power by that. But he was like, I have no interest in it, in it either. So Jesus, he could have just, he could have just flown his way up to Mount Doom and dropped it in. Then he could have, but I think he was at the same time. I think he was restricted by where he was. He had power in his realm, like his little patch oh, of land. But I think out of that, I he was probably going to eventually get into a point where he may not have been affected by the ring. But you know, mm. the Nazgul could come in and be like, "Oh, you're going to take you to Slicey Town now, Tom Bombadil." It's like, "Oh, dead," and then they just take the ring. <laughs> So, yeah. And back to the story. So, back to it. Sorry. Um, you got uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stenilus. He, uh, he was on his way back from a, a victorious fight against none other than the Amazons. The Amazons. <laughs> They're very famous, badass women warriors. Of course. And- absolutely. Amazonian women. Yes. Correct, and he had accompanied. He had accompanied, uh, or what had been accompanied by none other, other than Heracles on his mission. Heracles. So we're talking like you know a few years back at least yes. when Heracles went with Stenilus uh, to attack these Amazons, and they 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 won a, a good fight, a good win, whatever. So they're heading back this way, but unfortunately, uh, Stenilus uh, caught a stray arrow uh, at this particular spot where his barrow is, and he died on the beach. Uh, Pretty much right on that spot. Uh, but unfortunately, oh. he remained a ghost uh, because the goddess Persephone, the wife of Hades, uh, liked the cut of his jib and didn't allow him to go into the underworld. So now he's like some ghost who just like watches, uh, stands on the beach and watches uh, for ships whilst he's still wearing his armor, like ghost armor and weapons though. Mm. But he's like standing on there. So everyone's like, oh, <laughs> look at look at Stenilus, uh on there. That's a bit weird. And uh, <laughs> it's Mopsus. Mopsus. Who's, uh, he's pretty good with prophecies as well. Like, I don't know how many yeah. prophets you need on this voyage, but uh, at least one more. Uh, <laughs> Mopsus, he's like, <laughs> oh, mate, we definitely need to go ashore and pour some libations out for the ghost of Senilus, uh, uh because he's mm. pretty dope. Uh, plus, we need to build another altar to Apollo because we're good at that, aren't we? Yeah, we should do that. 
And so the Argonauts, they do it. And uh, Stenilis is happy, we think. We assume we don't hear from him. Um, mm. And Apollo must be chuffed because uh, an awesome wind picks up and the Argo sails further on unhindered. Ah, oh, mate, nice. That's fun. Nice little interlude. Uh, and after a time, the Argo approaches the headland of the territory of the Amazons. As in, they're going to Amazon home, home territory, home country, home port. And they come up the mm. river Thermodon. Uh, which not and and not particularly keen on an encounter with these impetuous women, our heroes manage to sneak past the main harbor of the Amazons, uh, and which is you know a- along the river Thermodon. So they basically kind of sneak right up that river, being like super mm-hmm. sneaky, not wanting to to cause anything. Bravely sneaking by, bravely sneaking right on by, uh, and then they find a lone island. Land ho! The island of the god Ares. Ah, uh, Ares. Yes. Uh, so Ares, the, the god of war. No, no. Ah, uh, sorry. That's Hermes. Hermes, Hermes. Sorry, Ares, sorry, the god sorry. of war. Possibly the most famous, or one of the more, more, more famous gods. Uh, the god of right. war. Uh, he is 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 the main god for the Amazon uh, for Amazon society for obvious reasons. Uh, yeah. And this island is pretty cool because uh, it houses a flock of crazy birds named, you guessed it. The birds of Aries. The birds of Aries. So, <laughs> not super uh, original for the name, but that's <laughs> no, far from it. That's fine. The birds of Aries. Dude, yep. Uh, and now, being now being the birds of the god of war, uh, yeah, his his feathered friends aren't super peaceful. Uh, and uh, possess the skill of effectively shooting feathers when they flap their wings. Uh, and the feathers act like uh, bolts or like an arrow. Oof. Like that. Uh, damn. Used to mess up pricks. Uh, so Are they giant birds? They're pretty, uh, pretty big birds. Yep. Pretty big mm, birds. Well uh, and so one of these birds flies over the ship. Maybe a and, thermodon uh, would have been a better name for it, you know. That's the river. Well, yeah. But, you know, like I suppose if we're talking about, like, it sounds a bit like the... Pteranodon, perhaps, you know, like an, an, an old ancient sort of winged beast from the prehistoric ages. A thermodon, you know. Is, thermodon is a, is a bird of Aries. It fires bolts with its wings. That sounds quite menacing. Imagine the naming time. They're like, oh, we should name them Thermodons. And you're like, you can't name them Thermodons. The river's, the river's <laughs> named Thermodon. Or what's the next option? Um, the <laughs> birds of Aries. Like, <laughs> are you sure? That's you all sure? we got left. That's all we got. Shit. That's all we got. You know, the, uh, fine. The, the birds of Aries. <laughs> we, we have the river of Aries instead. No, it's the river Thermodon. <laughs> you know, if we if we slur it enough, people won't even know that we're saying the birds of Aries. They'll think we're saying the birds of Aries. <laughs> so we can just say that the birds of Aries. The birds of Aries. Ah, oh, I like that. Yes, let's, let's do that. We maybe can get lost in translation in time. Brilliant. Leave it. <laughs> Done. Uh, and so one of these birds of Aries uh, flies over of Aries. the ship <laughs> and drops one of these bolts. Uh, as in these these feather bolts, these feather darts, fires things. one, yeah, yes, yep. yeah, striking Oileus in the arm, who's one of the one of the Argonauts, and the impact mm. make hitting him so hard, uh, making him drop his oar, and everyone's like, "Oh, is that a fucking feather? Like, what's that doing sticking out of Oileus's arms? Like, shit!" And uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, Clytius, Clytius, yeah, he's pretty rad with a bow. And he starts, you know, mm. starts bending it and firing, fires an arrow back, which bounces off the bird like it's made of bronze or some shit, uh, and then falls, falls to the deck. Why are the birds of Ares attacking him anyways? Uh, because they're the birds of the god of war. Like they're, vi- they're, they're just Why like, has Ares got a problem with them? Because Ares is the god of war. And he's like, he just, mate, he just, he just battles at all times. Just he's like, like, oh, a new battle, come he, here. He, pro- he probably saw 
Like he's like, I see these Argonauts sneaking past these warlike women, the Amazons. Bravely sneaking right on by. You better believe that's not very warlike of them. Oh, mm. I'm gonna send these birds at them. <laughs> get them, birds. <laughs> ah! All right. <laughs> uh, yep. And so and so a bunch of the other birds, they're like, ah, it's time to fuck up these dudes and do that. And Atlanta's like, thank you. Atlanta's still on the boat. <laughs> You sound like one of the purple minions from uh, Despicable Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Because I go, And so they, uh, all these these birds decide to uh, uh, fly down and bring some hurt down on the Argo. And then a bloke named Amphidemus. Amphidemus. Ah. He's like, fuck, dudes. This is pretty crazy. I saw shit like this when I ventured with Heracles back in the day. Uh, you remember the bloke that we left behind before and no one went back to, th- to get? Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I remember if we polish our... Uh if, if we polish our bronze helmets, our armor, and our spear points and make a ton of noise, that'll freak out them birds. Uh, plus, it's very important that we land here, remember? Now, it's at this time I need to pause just for a second and take you back to the Argonauts' time with uh, the blind prophet Phineas, the guy who was being, you know, uh, shat on yes. by harpies back in the day. Uh, so when they're having their mad feast after Phineas is kind of freed from his plight, the guy who got busted by Zeus for essentially giving away the secrets of the gods, as in telling uh, some of the gods' plans and shit, uh, goes ahead and gives Jason and his comrades a ton of information about what to do and how to do, uh, how to, what to do and how to uh, how to go about getting it to attain their goal. Mm. So Much. kind of, kind of, you know, doing the stuff that he got in trouble for in the first place. But that's fine. <laughs> Guess there's no punishment for me. So this is one of those occasions where he's like, like, you need to land on that island. Remember. Mm. So yeah. So anyway, the Argonauts listen to um, Amphidemus and to and do as he says. And after a brief attack from the birds, it gives yeah. uh, you know it gives them a crazy feather fly arrows and, and and flinging you know bronze birds at Ares and and you know all the all those birds get the heebie-jeebies because they're like oh shiny shit and loud people we don't like that fly away. <laughs> um, and they leave the ship still alone. scared like normal birds and they go yeah they frighten easily frighten easily. Yeah. Uh, and the Argo safely lands on the island. And so you're like, hooray, like, you know, go Amphidemus. Like, uh, like uh, that's great. Good job, buddy. Uh, you beat the birds of Ares. Yeah. But there are other people on this island. Oh, they're shabby looking and, from, uh, and form up to meet our heroes on the beach. Who is this shabby group? You'll have to uh, find it's... out after we take this quick break. Ah. <laughs> That's all for part 4.1 of Jason and the Argonauts. Join us next time for the finale episode of A Little History Podcast's first season, A Mythology Apology. Thanks for listening to A Little History. Uh, we're an independent podcast, so it would truly be wonderful if you could uh, like or follow us wherever you're hearing A Little History today. Uh, and feel free to leave a comment below as well. Now, if you want to get in touch, uh, have any suggestions for future episodes, or you just want to send in your love, send it to a little history podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter under A Little History Podcast. All right, we'll see you next time.